This is the show that pulls back the industry curtain. We're exploring pop culture, music icons, and food gods. It's the Jeremiah Show with Dr. D. Broadcasting from the HJL Hospitality and Evolve Studios in LA and KZSB AM 1290 and FM 96.9 Santa Barbara or somewhere from the road. He's opened and fixed more than 200 restaurants, bars, nightclubs, hotels, and neighborhood joints around the globe. He's an industry driver, an author, and a columnist. He's a restaurateur with legendary rock star Mick Fleetwood in Fleetwood's on Front Street in Lahaina, Maui. And he's your radio host. And now, back from a race around the sun, Jeremiah Higgins. the window Throw my suitcase out there too Throw my troubles out the door I don't need them anymore Cause tonight I'll be staying here with you Hey, Dr. D, welcome to the Jeremiah Show. Well, thank you. I'm glad that you uh, unlocked the door to let me in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> does not know how to respond to that. It's good to be here. I don't, That's all I, I can tell you. I think Kylie has a clip for that. She could, she's she's good with the comebacks. I just I just lost it. <laughs> well, it's Kylie, good to be you, here. Did you have let a comeback? Say. What would you tell Dr. D if he told you, thanks for letting me in? Uh, oh, I'm on the spot now. Oh. I, don't, I don't know. I, I can't do. I have to do it spontaneously. Yeah. Uh, no setups. No setups. No setups. Yeah. She's 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 got to be, and it's got to be addressed to her. I just. I, well, hey, let's skip past. You're welcome for me letting you in, Doctor D. Yeah. I thought about it. Yeah. You know, do I want him in? Do I want him in? Do, do I, I not want, want him in? in? Do I want to do a show? In the do end, I not want to do a show. I let you in. <laughs> here, you, here we are, <laughs> talking to. One of our favorite people in the world on this show, Kylie Spark, is here with us. Yeah. So excited. We we booked this uh, this interview. Back in December of 2018, I believe. This is one that really moved a lot. It moved down the, the calendar, down the board. But it's okay. It's, but my philosophy has always been the more challenging the scheduling, the better the interview. So let's get to Let's it. get to the interview. Let's get to Kylie Spark. I mean, she's such a fascinating, not only a, a great artist, but such a fascinating person. And I'm I'm hoping I'm just happy that I get 40 minutes of her her life here with us today. Mm-hmm. So I, I really do appreciate that, Kylie. Um, I'm going to do a little intro here, and um, so much of what makes a person who they are is left mostly unsaid, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I know you, Doctor D, for. Uh, nine seasons going on 10 which yeah. equals about eight years i've known you for quite a while do i know dr d who you really are do i know do you know anybody that you interact with well i would uh, say very that well i, mean, I, I we, would say that we know each other about as as well as as a couple of uh, people can 
with the experiences that we've had and with the, I will call them the challenges that we have faced, both mm-hmm. together and individually, uh, that we kind of, you know, commiserate and share back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I would say that, and it's kind of hard not to be real in these kinds of circumstances. Yeah, in other words, I, just, I just was thinking you know, about this. Yeah. There's that, no game playing here. I mean, I don't know. Do you really, Does anybody really know me? Do I know me? So much Good of what question. makes, again, a person yeah. who they are is mm-hmm. left mostly unsaid. Yeah. And mostly unknown by those that know them throughout their life. Yeah. Um, I was thinking, my bad parents. Do I? Re- did I ever really know my dad? Did I ever? Do I ever? Do I really know my mom right now? Do I have? You know? Do, do yeah. you know what they went through? Yeah. Um, do you ever get those stories? What we know of each other is mostly what we want other people to know, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So rarely do we really share our true selves. Uh, some people out there know themselves, but most of us never know who we are, again, even to ourselves. We are constantly changing. We're constantly adapting, evolving, or Maybe we've become paralyzed by a life experience or our fears. You know, fear drives a lot of, oh, yeah. uh, you know, uh, motivation. It, ta- it, it, it prevents you from growth, I think, a lot. Fear, taking a chance. It certainly can. It certainly can. You know, taking a chance to, to, to expose yourself, to open up, to let people know you. Our growth becomes stunted sometimes. And we are stuck at the age of some personal trauma that we've been through. What we may or may not understand about ourselves, we typically won't share with those who know or love us for fear of judgment or fear of exposing our true feelings or our thoughts to another person and maybe them not getting it, maybe you not being able to express it correctly Mm -hmm. to them and it doesn't come across the way you really feel. What we may or may not understand about ourselves, we typically... Um, like I said, won't share. That is only be, uh, that only becomes compounded and much worse in the last few years for all of us. That fear. I mean, it's harder these days to really put out there what you think, your opinion, because people shut you down, people uh, write you off, yeah. unfollow you, unfriend you. Yeah. I suppose maybe that's the way it's meant to be that we don't really share ourselves truly. Uh, after all, life has many twists and turns, and it is how we react and we get back up that is truly the real test of our character. I admire those who are seeking, who share what they can of themselves, the public, like it or not. This requires understanding yourself, I think, having a strong sense of self. It requires putting putting yourself out there, perhaps in harm's way, standing. I'm going to use a, what a Kylie Sparks songs. You know, standing on a rock above the ocean, letting the spray hit your face. This isn't in your song, I don't think, but I'm, I'm making it up. <laughs> <laughs> Having that salt and that wind stinging your cheeks and throwing your phone in the ocean, which is a reference to her song. Mm. One of my favorite songs. My guest today entered my life first as a music artist on the radio show. Uh, to remind you and to, to remind the listener, she's been here before. Uh, another artist friend that I really greatly admire that's been on the show, Hunter Hawkins, had her listed on her playlist, and I started listening to the music and loved it and reached out to, to Kylie. 
when I interviewed and met Kylie for the first time, I knew only that uh, probably what she wanted me to know about her, her fans to mm -hmm. know about her, the listeners, her public social image. She's a singer and a songwriter who lives alone. And this is all my imagination. And from what I can see behind her, <laughs> she lives alone in a remote location for all those guys out there. We're not going to give you the location. Don't ask. <laughs> On the big island in a home that she bought herself, spending her days writing music, creating music. She's got some with her dogs and her frogs. Mm. She loves frogs, Dr. D. And we're going to get to that later. Okay. <laughs> so my mind is forced to fill in the missing parts of the story. I'm, I'm a fan of her music, first and foremost. I've become a fan of Kylie the person. I'm intrigued by what makes Kylie Spark tick. She really is an original. And since our first interview, we've stayed in touch. And randomly, I'll get a late night text from Kylie nonchalantly mentioning that she is sitting in her jacuzzi with a cantaloupe. <laughs> yeah, a cantaloupe. Okay. A slice of pizza and watching videos on YouTube. Oh, okay. the pizza, getting, I understand now. Yeah, okay. the pizza. Now the I get phone, the cantaloupe. Right. Cantal okay. Cantaloupe, I don't know. I'm probably getting in trouble for, for <laughs> <laughs> disclosing our personal, <laughs> our personal <laughs> habits late, uh -huh. late at night. But I'll ask for forgiveness later. Okay. After she, she's already, she's gone. Where'd she go, Dr. D? After she drops off in the middle of a good text stream, sometimes for days, she explains that she has, that she has ADHD. Mm -hmm. I had to look it up. I, I knew ADD. I know I have that. Mm. Uh, but ADHD is a chronic condition, including attention difficulty, hyperactivity, and impulsiveness. I think we all have that. I have that for sure. I have DOA. But I have a feeling that really, if, if, DOA? Mm -hmm. Dis on disconnected. Arrival? Disconnected on arrival. <laughs> disconnected. <laughs> I tell her I was worried about her dropping off the planet. By the way, total transparency. Almost every girlfriend I've ever had has told me that I, I do that too. I'm accused of that. So I kind of get her. For days sometimes, I just don't want to talk. Yeah, yeah. Um, I get it. I also get throwing your phone in the ocean or wanting to. Yeah. Oh, I I go out to the end of the wharf, Stern's Wharf. <laughs> you get there and you're almost... You just want to... Can I hit the buoy from here? <laughs> I really want to try to hit the buoy from here. So <sighs> when I say she's dropped off, she says, mm -hmm. I did that? <laughs> Who, me? She casually shrugs it off. I thought I replied to your question. I must have replied in my head. Sorry. <laughs> Then she will send me a meme of Borat and a Speedo <laughs> saying something slightly offensive, which just makes her all the more mysterious and quirky to me in a really good way. I mostly am just happy that she won't be just another statistic of a rock star drowning in a bad jacuzzi accident involving a cantaloupe, a slice of pizza, and a waterlogged iPhone. That's just Kylie. Yeah. Just know a little bit about her. I asked her one time if she gets lonely, and she replied no. She has her dogs, she has her frogs, she has her music. She journals and she interprets her wild, cryptic, nightly dreams, and some are pretty fantastic. You know, that sounds like the makings of a country song, dogs, frogs, and music. <laughs> yeah. I like it. She has also a very loyal and strong fan base mm. to keep her company online. There you go. Kylie is talented. You can hear that in the music. 
we're going to actually premiere her new single at the end of the show in its entirety. Can't wait for that, Dr. D. Uh, I probably listened to it, no joke, 25, 30 times. I love it. She's a poetic, and she writes clear, powerful, powerful imagery in her lyrics. She brings them to life by magically adding harmonies and melodies. These are all at once special and beautiful at the same time. They come to her in melodic sounds of the frogs on her property and the ocean waves down the street, the quiet, and her dreams. Only she can hear them originally until they are carefully plucked from the sky or wherever they come from. They're carefully constructed, they're carefully recorded and released into the world as songs for the benefit all, for all of us, for all of us to share and to enjoy. They're personal to her. And she hopes they will resonate with us in some special way too, like they do for her. Kylie, in my opinion, is a seeker. Kylie is a searcher. Kylie is a thinker. On a recent trip to Costa Rica with her friend, she was suddenly called home. Her father had passed away suddenly, and her father and daughter were very close. They both shared a twinkle in their eye, and they shared a dark sense of humor, mostly only that they understood. They had a special language, a special bond. Kylie is funny. I mean, really, kind of wacko funny. <laughs> <laughs> If you get uh, to hear a joke or, or one of her quips, which I'm sure we will on this show, uh, count yourself lucky. And when I pointed this out to her that she's funny, just in case she wasn't aware that she was funny, she said to me, I know, I get it from my dad. Welcome, Kylie. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Jeremiah. <laughs> thanks for... Glad to be here. Yeah, thanks for being here. So... <clears throat> Saying all that is to say that I, I want to get to know you a little bit more today. And, and um, you've been through some really um, hard life experiences. And, and most recently, two of the hardest that you'll ever experience. You know, you lost your, your father. And then a few weeks later, you lost your grandmother. And I had the idea, not, I mean, we want to, obviously you wanted to premiere the song and we could do just another interview where it's all about the music and it's all about, you know, your success and, and your growth as a musician. Uh, but my, you know, when I, when I love a musical artist, I always, I always hope and I always wish that someone would actually get to know them a little bit. Mm. And I know we can't do that all in an hour, but I just feel like you're, you're such a special, um, musician and artist and you have such an uh, a great look outlook on the world you're introspective and and if we can learn about you a little bit more this would i'd feel like we we had a great interview and i think everybody will just love kylie mm -hmm. spark even more in her music even more um we're gonna celebrate your father and thank you so i think that you're so brave to you know this is still new to you and, I, and I, i'm so grateful for you to come on and share your experience because i think this so many people out there will learn from it and your your strength um and and how you look at death and how you look at the life of a great man like your father and a great woman like your grandmother who lived to how many years by the way 
Uh, almost 102. Wow. Wow. That's great. That's so great. Yeah. My goal. That is my goal. <laughs> Do you mind if we get to know a little bit about your family if I ask you a few questions? Uh, oh, go ahead. Ask, ask away. I'd be happy to okay. talk about them. Thank you. Um, you're, you have German ancestry, right? Yes. So yes, my Oma, my Oma, my dad actually was born in Germany. Um, and then they, they immigrated to Canada when my dad was around six or seven, I think. And then after a few years, they moved to California. But my Oma and Opa, um, so my Oma was a nurse during the war, during World War II. And she met my Opa because he had been a soldier and he, his tank that he was in was blown up and everybody died except for him. And he was seriously injured. And so they sent him to the hospital and she cared for him for quite a long time. It, my camera went away. Um, and I think there is something like they got into kind of a, some arguments because as he started to get better, he would go to the forest and pick mushrooms and then bring them back into the hospital and try and cook them on his camping stove. <laughs> like, you can't cook those in the, in the hospital. You can't have an open fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. He loved mushrooms that much, huh? Yeah, I guess it runs in the family. Do you love mushrooms? Yeah, all kinds of mushrooms. Oh, I didn't know about it. See, we are learning already. I, this interview is a success already. Doug. That's right. I already That's right. learned we something can, new. I would say we could quit now, but I don't want to. No, this is going to get better. Um, that's a great story. Okay, so go on. So, so your 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 grandmother was his nurse. Your grandfather's nurse. He's cooking mushrooms in the hospital room on his campfire. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I guess she. They just had some sort of romance happen. And my sister, she asked my Oma, Oma's grandma in German, we call her Oma. She's like, so what did you see in Opa? Like, why did you fall in love? And she says something like, well, there weren't many available men at the time. And he had a really nice body. <laughs> <laughs> she was peeking under the sheets. <laughs> hey, now. Oh, that's. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. That's a good story. They That's nice. And they had my they had my father. They lived upstairs in my Oma's. My Oma's family had a leather like purse making shop slash slash furniture shop in this really small town in Wittingen, Germany. And my father was born in the upstairs apartment. And it was really cool because in 2018, I took a trip to Germany and I had only just a picture of the building that they had owned. And so I like went to this small town and I walked around until I found the exact building that my family had owned and where my father was born. It was really neat. Oh, wow. So like a pilgrimage. You didn't have the address. You just had a picture and you went around. Yeah, just a picture. Did it look a lot like the picture still? Yeah. It's now a hair salon, but. That's interesting. Have you ever done that, Doctor, where you've, you've traced back to a house that. You're, I, you know what, before you answer that, I remember when I, I don't know what age I was, I remember distinctly, in, and I think this was in Santa Barbara, I'll have to ask my mom, but I remember as a little kid, and I don't remember anything about being young, but I remember running to the window, my dad was outside in a Volkswagen, and I ran to the window and watched him drive off in an upper window, like in an upper apartment that we lived in. Wow. Well, Google Earth certainly helps uh, to do just what she did, um, and I, I've actually not actually been back to my childhood home 
back in Phoenix, but I've seen, you know, the, obviously the Google Earth kind of stuff, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of disappointing because, man, I'll tell you what, we had grass all over the place. I mean, up and down the street, there were no fences. I mean, we used the entire block as a, a kickball field, so... Mm. Yeah, things change. You know, what did uh, what did that feel like? Did, what, did you have chills? Yeah, uh, this is where was, you came from, in a weird, you know, your life started there in a way, weird way. Yeah, it, it was really profound, actually. And um, I called my Oma when I was in front of the building, and it, she kind of like her hearing was a little bit hard. I don't know if she understood exactly what I was saying. Like, hey, I'm like right here, like we're a dad. My dad was born. She's like, oh, that's so wonderful. You're having a good time in Germany. <laughs> you know. Don't forget was, to pick up the really mail. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Get the, yeah. Pick up the catalogs. Yeah. Uh, pick up the catalogs and the mail. I think there's a bill in there. <laughs> <laughs> now, what is your, did your dad ever, did you tell your dad? Obviously, you probably did. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. He was, he gave me all the information that he could. And was, what is, he was pretty stoked. I went back. Mm. So he came, they, they moved to Canada when he was seven, you said? Yeah. So yeah, they moved there when he was seven. And then they had um, three more children, um, his younger sisters who are twins. Twins actually run in the fa- my almost side of the family. Like everybody's twins. It's crazy. Mm. She's a twin. Her parents were twins. Mm. Um, my aunts are twins. They have twins. I feel like if I ever have kids, I'm going to definitely have twins. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, yeah. the, yeah, very. They'd have very. You've got very uh, beautiful eyes. That have your twins would have beautiful eyes. You guys Thank check you. out our interview on uh, YouTube if you'd like to see yeah. Kylie um, and those eyes I just mentioned. So then, your parents are. Your dad grows up in California, and go from there. With what was his? What was? What were their lives like as immigrants and? Um, well, so yeah, they first moved to Canada and that's where my father learned English. And so my, then my, their whole goal was to go to San Diego actually. And my grandfather got a really good job at IBM and worked really hard. And then, um, or actually maybe the IBM was after either way, they decided that, okay, now we can go to California. We have enough money saved. They're going to let us in the country. And they said that they bought a new station wagon so that they wouldn't look like like poor Germans (laughs) (laughs) on their road trip down to San Diego. And um, so they're driving down there and they're stopping along the way and having picnics and whatnot. And then they stopped in the Bay Area and they were trying to find a place to have a picnic for the afternoon. And they saw some pastor or something coming out of his church. And so my Opa pulled over and I was like, hey, do you know any good place to have a picnic around here? <laughs> and the guy said, yeah, uh, Elm Rock Park is, is a great place. And so they started talking and then the pastor told my opa, like, oh, you don't want to go to San Diego. Like, there's way more jobs here in the Bay Area. You should definitely stay here. Mm. And so he's like, oh, yeah, maybe. And then they went to Elm Rock Park and they had a picnic and they just they fell in love with the area. And I, I love that story because I grew up near Allen Rock Park and it's just like, I always felt such a connection to it and go hiking and just a beautiful spot. So it's kind of cool that like, that was mm. what yep. drew like my family to move there in the first place. Mm. And so, yeah, they grew, he grew up there and he was, my dad was kind of made fun of for, for being German. <laughs> 
And my, I guess my Oma would dress them in kind of dorky clothes a little bit. <laughs> Did oh, all sorry, moms dress us in dorky clothes? Yeah. My mom actually knitted for me a turtleneck, <laughs> a red, vibrant red turtleneck sweater that I would wear to school in grade school. <laughs> Along with striped, striped, striped bell-bottom pants. You sound like you were a rock star. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was going to ask, was it tough for being German and coming here after the war? Was that was there discrimination or was it tough or were they welcomed? I think they were um, mostly welcomed, but maybe my dad was a little bit self-conscious about it. Mm-hmm. Um, he did change his, he has a very German name, like his name is Reinhard. Mm. And, but that's his first name kind of changed it to, to richard sometimes mm. so maybe he was kind of self-conscious about it i'm not sure mm. did he ever go by dr d <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, well okay so we're gonna take a break and we're gonna pick it up from there that uh, we want to hear about your mom and your dad meeting together we're talking with Kylie Spark. Uh, we're premiering her new song, her new single. We waited for this. Uh, Kylie spent a lot of time on hard work on this and, and just made sure that it was perfect. We waited for it for a while. Uh, we've been looking forward to having her back to premiere her in the single, Restless. Um, lucky you, you get to hear it in entirety. I also want to just mention on the soundtrack here that Kylie sent me the soundtrack. And now normally we would probably play all of her music, um, but she picked music that her father loved and that her grandmother loved. So I, th- I think the soundtrack is very special. We're paying um, tribute and homage to her father and her grandmother that she just recently lost and her, her family, her music and uh, celebrating life today with Kylie Spark. We'll be right back. Buckets of rain, buckets of tears Got all them buckets coming out of my ears Buckets of moonbeams in my head You got all the love, honey, baby, I can stand I've been weak, how like I know I've seen pretty people disappear like some old Friends will arrive, friends will disappear if you want me, honey, baby, I'll be here. I like your smile and your fingertips. I like the way that you move your hips. Like the cool way you look at me Everything about you is bringing me misery Little red wagon, little red bike I ain't no monkey but I know what I like I like the way you love me strong and so I'm taking you with me, honey baby, when I go
Life is sad, life is a bust All you can do is do what you must You do what you must do and you do it well I do it for you, honey baby, can't you tell? Mr. Restaurant is a tasty new segment on The Jeremiah Show. Host Will Knox, renowned restaurant real estate specialist, serves up a fresh look at the restaurant business. On the menu, celebrity chefs, startups, operators, deal makers, designers, and those are just some of the appetizers. Look for all of Mr. Restaurant's shows. Tell your smart speaker to play The Jeremiah Show, Mr. Restaurant. Hi, I'm Shadow Stevens. While I'm doing this and that and the other thing at the very same time, I'm having a great time on The Jeremiah Show, the greatest show in the history of the world. For the love of God, subscribe. No, seriously, subscribe. Welcome, Los Angeles. The Jeremiah Show is now on Radio Candy Radio. Discover a world of emotions, your digital radio. The Jeremiah Show airs 10 p.m. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. RadioCandyRadio.com. Hi, I'm Mariel Hemingway, and you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Welcome back to The Jeremiah Show with Kylie Spark, one of our favorite people. All the shows we've ever done, I just love love talking to Kylie, love listening to her music. Um, today's show, you know, we're celebrating the life, her life, your life, um, the life of her family, and, and learning a little bit more about her family. Uh, I think it's so nice to stop sometimes and kind of just reflect on where our parents, where our grandparents have come from, yeah. if we can, and um, <clears throat> and thank them for, for giving us life, you know. So, Kylie, thank you so much for doing this show in such a difficult time. Um, but your family, uh, they sound great, and I can see where you get it from. You've got a great lineage there of um, special people. So we, we were talking before the break, if you're just joining us, about... Uh, Kylie's 
grandmother, grandfather fell in love during World War II. They moved to Canada, then they moved to New York and up near San Francisco. Um, her father was learning to fit in as uh, an immigrant, a German immigrant. Where did he pick up the love for Bob Dylan? Hmm, was that, I actually that was don't his know. Favorite? I was guessing, um, you know, in high school and... Yeah. He was kind of, um, I guess he wasn't, he was born in like 1949 or something. So, you know, it was Your that era of kind of the kind of hippie type stuff. And he was, a, he was a pretty cool dude. Hmm. He was, yeah. he was into all the music and he never, I don't think he ever learned to play instruments, but he just had a really like connection to Bob Dylan's music for some reason. That was his favorite, right? Yeah. Uh, now growing up though do you remember because my my father uh who passed away also in 2015 he his favorite artist was bob dylan and so i remember bob dylan for breakfast for lunch for dinner (laughs) it was bob dylan's always in my head um I don't know if I liked Bob Dylan when I was young because I don't know if you'd like your parents' music, but I did like a lot of my dad's music and I love Bob Dylan now. So it's, you know, when I hear a song, it brings me back. What was it like in your house? Was it Bob Dylan all the time? And what other musicians? No, actually it wasn't Bob Dylan all the time because whenever he, he would play it, my sister and I would be like, ew, this guy again. <laughs> That's probably what I was doing too. <laughs> Ooh. Like we thought it was like, like his voice is so bad. Like why are you listening to that? Like we didn't get it. And now that I'm, that I'm an adult, like yeah. I, I like it. It's good. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I guess it's normal for kids not to like their parents' music. Yeah, of thought course. it was so dorky. <laughs> what did what did you like? Do you remember that your that your parents played? What did your mom like? She liked classic rock a lot. Mm. She'd always play that, and I kind of kind of liked it a little bit. But usually, like my parents were pretty cool. Whenever they drive us around in their minivan, like we they'd let us play our CDs. So you know, like. In sync and Jewel and Hanson. <laughs> you were a Hanson fan. Pretty huh? patient. Oh, uh, now I know that one. You're in trouble. I'm playing that on your next interview. <laughs> <Hansen>. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so how did your dad and your mom meet? Well, they actually they went to the same high school, um, but they didn't. Re- they knew each other kind of, but like not really. Um, my mom would always joke about how he was such a dork. <laughs> like was, she's, she's like a year or two older than him and um she's like yeah he was such like a little dork but then he like he got into swimming he got into swimming and water polo and i guess he got like you know a little yeah. bit more filled out and, buff, and then all the girls were swooning over him <laughs> and he got a full ride scholarship um to byu actually he's like my dad's not even mormon but <laughs> he decided to go there because of the having a full scholarship due to water polo and swimming and my mom is actually Mormon. So they went to the same college and then they kind of knew each other like in college. But they actually didn't get together until they were both like 30 something after they had oh, really? both been married and divorced already. Two other people? Yeah. yeah other people. So they kind of <laughs> rediscovered each other? Yeah, they rediscovered each other through some friends. And I guess it was just meant to be. And then they, um, Married almost, 
almost 40 years. Wow. Yeah. Long that, time. I, I love when I hear stories like that of people that have been married that long because that's my, my mom and dad were married, I think. I'm going to get it wrong, but probably 45, I believe. Um, my folks, I know, yeah, my folks just celebrated 66. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. I couldn't get, I couldn't celebrate a 50th anniversary if I got married tomorrow uh, <laughs> or 10 years ago. <laughs> hey, I'm I lucky couldn't make it. Darn I think it. you and that's, I, I that's on the cards for me. Yeah. You and I, we're lucky that we are able to celebrate our 50th birthdays. Yeah. Let alone 50, 50 years married. I never thought I was going to make it past 30. <laughs> like a, I'm like a rapper. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you want me to take a break again? Yes, I do. Well, we'll take a break. All Is right. that okay with you, Kylie? Should we take a break? I don't want to take a break. We'll I don't talk, want to we'll take, take a break. We'll take a break. We'll, okay. well, we'll, we'll, we'll make take a break. Quick. We get to... Um, we get to still hang out with Kylie. You, mm-hmm. the radio listener, you're going to have to uh, wait a couple minutes. But in the meantime, you will uh, first look forward to Restless, Kylie's new single. It's awesome. We're going to talk about the inspiration. It's it's uh, just like Kylie. It's just it's interesting. It's intriguing, the storytelling in Restless. So look forward to that coming up at the end of the show here. Uh, it's climbing up the charts, by the way, I noticed today. Uh, it's my number one on Radio Envy Alliance, my selection, a top ten. I put it at number one, uh, my selection, and um, it's out there right now. It's been played on hundreds of radio stations, so congratulations on that. You're going to get to hear it here in a moment. Um, what else did I want to say? Where do we buy that? Where, where, where should they go pick that up? I mean... Um, you can go to kyliesparkmusic.com and it will have links to anywhere you can buy it, like on Bandcamp or if you prefer iTunes or Amazon Music. Or you can, um, yeah, I guess bandcamp.com slash kyliespark. Okay. That's K-A-I-L-E-E, Spark. Um, the reason her last name is Spark is because when you put her music in your... Uh, are there still CD players? When you play her music, there are a few. Your radio, your uh, your iPhone, whatever, it sparks. It sparks. It's actually not wide spark. No, uh, well, I'm just. Uh, it's what I I came up with. <laughs> I know it's not. <laughs> you can tell us. I, I love how she just corrects me. You can. You can. Um, <laughs> come on, Kylie. Just let me lie a little bit. Okay. You? Okay. Go ahead. Uh, but no, I would actually. Okay. So now I want to hear about the song. I want to hear about. Why your name, last name is Spark and all that. I want so don't forget before we let everybody go. We're gonna find out. Um, I know Richard. You want me to take a break? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, here's an here's the original soundtrack um, picked by Kylie for her father, for her grandfather. You're listening to. Uh, let me tell you what you're gonna listen to now. We're going into what break? Second break. Second one. Second break. Yeah. Break two, I believe we're going, this is Blowing in the Wind Mm -hmm. by Bob Dylan. We'll be right back. Yes, and how many times must a man look up before he can see the sky? Yes, and how many ears must one man have before he can hear people cry yes and how many deaths will it take till he knows that too many people have died 
The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. The answer is blowing in the wind. Welcome, Somerset, England. The Jeremiah Show is now on Core Radio. Keep on rocking to the core. Core Radio, the Jeremiah Show, airs at 10 p.m. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. CoreRadio.rocks. Hey there, I'm Caleb. I'm Becca. And I'm Joshua. And we, we are Girl Named Tom. Go to GirlNamedTom.com to hear more of our music, buy merchandise, and learn about our story. You're listening to The Jeremiah Show. You've been listening to The Jeremiah Show. I am Miles Zuniga from Fastball. Hey, this is Tim. And this is Christian. We're L1011. Hi, this is Ron Sexsmith on The Jeremiah Show. The Jeremiah Show. Show. Did you ever see that movie? It's an amazing movie by Cameron Crowe, Elizabethtown, and um, it, kind of the situation we're talking about today. The, the the guy invents a shoe for Nike. He's working for Nike, and it's just it's just it's the worst shoe ever. Nike. It almost puts Nike uh, out, of, <laughs> out business. of business. And he flies home, so he's trying to commit suicide the whole way. And he meets a great girl, um, and he creates a soundtrack. And he drives back across country because he's always wanted to do that. It's got great music. And he puts on some headphones and he stops. She, she directs him how, what to do with each song. He pulls off and he listens to, I don't remember the song, but she tells him to dance with one hand in the air and listen to this music and just dance and be free or whatever. That's what I think of when uh, I listen to a Kylie Sparks song. I don't dance, and so I went out, but I'll pull off the road and I'll... I'll dance with one hand in the air and one foot in the air and hop around. 
Kylie Spark is our special guest today. Welcome back, Kylie. <laughs> I'm a big dork too, by the way. So what's wrong with dorks? Nothing. Yeah, come on. Dorks make the world go round. <laughs> I believe so. Okay, so um, why is it Spark? Um, well, Spark, so it's my music name, but it's actually the English translation of my real last name. Oh, I didn't know that. Just German name. It's German for Spark. I love that. That's yeah. great. And Kylie, is there a reason for Kylie? That's your uh, name. That's your name. That's, Sorry. That's just my name. That's my name. <laughs> that's just my name. <laughs> uh, okay. So <laughs> uh, your mom and dad have met. Now there's, there's Kylie Spark in the world. What was your childhood yeah. like? Were you happy? It was a, it was a great childhood. Yeah. I'd have to say, um, we grew up in the house that my, my Oma and Opa had purchased. Uh, it was, I think the second house they got when they had first moved to California. The first one they actually ended up selling because my father's little sister passed away when she was six or something. And it made my Oma really sad. And mm. so she wanted to have like, like a fresh start in a new house. Mm. So they bought this place and then my parents ended up buying it from them. And that's where I grew up. And it's just kind of cool because um, after my dad died and we're going through all these old photos and stuff and I didn't even really think about how my dad actually grew up in that house from like the age of 13 or something and my aunts and there's just all these pictures of spots in the house and like wow there's so much history here and I'm so glad that it's still in the family um, so my sister and I grew up there and has a big backyard we play in the backyard, climbing trees, getting into mischief. Um, you? Seriously? <laughs> that's well, hard to believe. Why did you have a cantaloupe in your jacuzzi? Yeah. That's just been eating away at you ever I since you cantaloupe. mentioned it, huh? You love cantaloupe. Okay, that's, that's a good answer. I take, hey. I take all my meals in the jacuzzi. I see. <laughs> no, she does not get breakfast in bed. She gets breakfast in the, the jacuzzi. jacuzzi. I told you yeah. she's an original. You know, you could actually, if, well, no, the water would be too hot. I was going to say you could actually uh, boil some hard-boiled eggs uh, in the jacuzzi. Oh, but gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's gross. Uh, Kylie, your sense of humor really, uh, it's pretty, you never see it coming. You know, you'll be just, in, and then all of a sudden, whack, she's got it. She, yeah. she says something that just, she's way too sharp for one. Yeah. You know, so for I me, learned it, I learned from my dad. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, so. Let's tell dad jokes. What was your favorite dad dad's joke? Dad joke. <laughs> did uh, he tell you? Did he have dad jokes? I've got a couple. I'm not a dad. No, his jokes weren't really dad, dad like dad jokes. They were actually funny. <laughs> okay. Did he tell one of them? Or are they uh, too blue for? No, radio? they're just like just. He just would say random witty stuff like out of nowhere, and like he was kind of he was kind of like. I'm a lot like him. He's introverted, but you know, still can be friendly and stuff to people and. At his funeral, um, the thing everybody said was like, he was just so funny. Like, yeah, he's kind of quiet, but when he says something, it just like makes everybody crack up. Mm. So, well, I, I aspire to be to be like that. Yeah, like kind of, kind of like it. But the any humor that I have, I got mostly from my dad. Mm, I mean, funny too, but I think you've got two of the most powerful traits uh, that I that I admire in a human being. One is that. You can write, create, and mm -hmm. produce music and put it out there in the world. That you know, 
I'm not going to get into how, what, how, you know, I, I do it every show. Well, how does this, how do you do that? But the second thing is humor, you know, and making someone smile, making oh, someone yeah. feel good. Yeah. That's, that's a gift. And yeah. I think it's so great. Yeah. yeah. Some people can just walk into a room and everybody just starts to laugh. Yeah. What else did they say about your dad or your grandmother? Yeah. Are you laughing at me? No, no. <laughs> you laughing no, at me? No. <laughs> you talking to me? Kylie, what else about your? Uh, it's interesting the speeches. I know they're personal, but if you don't mind, what 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 else did you did you learn anything about your father or your grandmother that you didn't know from their friends and people that love them? Uh, I don't. I don't think I've learned anything recently since they died about them just they were really they were really loved by a lot of people mm. and it makes me feel good that they were so well liked by everybody what are your thoughts on on death i know you have some thoughts and some ideas and do you mind sharing well wow, that's such a vague question uh, well, well but i've definitely been reflecting on it a lot lately since my dad passed away and um it's you know it's it's life mm -hmm. and do you have like a more specific <laughs> specific question about it? I don't know if I do. So um, well, like, I mean, you know, you that. have to understand, and you uh, don't have to answer. I don't know if after, I do. I just yeah. know that I thought that you. Uh, um, after had, the, after this life, we all just go to the big Seven Eleven in the sky, you know. <laughs> I do, do have you, to say you, one thing that I've been thinking a lot about lately is how far removed um, in our culture we are from like the whole like death process. Yes, and, yes. And I really, I really don't like that, and I wish that it could be a little bit different. Well, um, so, what do you mean so, like, by my that? My dad died, and then the funeral home came and picked him up like a couple hours later, and then. We tried to like go see him at the funeral home and they're like, oh, sorry, like you can't, you can't go in there, but you can pay $500 and like have what? a one hour viewing. And so we did that. Wow. And then I also wanted to be there for his actual cremation, which nobody else did at first, but I was like, I'll pay for it. Like I kind of figured my dad was there for everything for me. Yeah. Like he'd go to all my soccer games, every school event. The least I can do is be the person who like presses a little button that makes his cremation start. So and you played music for him too, right? You played his favorite songs. Yeah, I did. I brought my guitar and um, went in there, and he was there in his his little box. And it was actually a really beautiful moment. And like there was a little skylight, and the the sun was shining through on his face, which was already kind of starting to decay a little bit. <laughs> mm. Sounds good. It sounds just, like my a mom and I were just that... leaning over him and saying goodbye, and. Um, yeah, it was it was it was really nice to be able to do that. And I wish that I could have seen like been there for more of the cremation. Um, basically, you press a button and they go into the, the oven and there's a tiny little peephole that you can look through to like see what's going on. Mm -hmm. And I looked through it for like 20 minutes straight. Um, but I wish I could have seen <laughs> seen more of it. I know that sounds really morbid, but I feel there's something really sacred about watching that happen and you you you, profound. you were able to bring closure weren't you to your for yourself yeah. specifically yeah and my mom my mom wasn't she didn't want to go at first to the cremation thing but then that morning when it was happening she's like well you know i think i might regret it if i don't go mm -hmm. i said yeah you should go 
and she didn't like watch the cremation part for the little people but she did say after she's really glad she went and that it did bring more like closure mm -hmm. to her but um so i had this really crazy dream it was the night after the, my father's viewing where like all the close family came and we're we're just like looking at his body and stuff and which was actually a really nice kind of moment too my i played some bob dylan on my phone and tried to kind of make it a happy occasion in a way because i knew that my dad would be like hey why are you guys all like sad like what's the big deal come on like mm. give us a smile and so yeah we, we gathered around his body and then just kind of told some happy stories about him and whatnot and then that night i had a very very realistic dream that we were doing the viewing again oh shit my camera went away <laughs> we're doing the viewing again and it was really just like how it happened and at first his body was cold um because they had just taken him out of like the freezer or whatever but as the hour was going on he started to get warm and i could feel it in this dream and um then he kind of like let out an exhale and i know that sometimes bodies do that when they're like getting warmed up because of trapped gases or whatever and my mom was like oh he's alive and i said no he's not alive it's just Sorry, mom. It's just like dead body stuff. <laughs> but then, uh, <laughs> then he like sat up in the the cardboard coffin thing and and started coughing. And then he was laughing and he looked at us and he's like, "Man, that was one wild ride." <laughs> there you go, you guys. <laughs> and it was just so like, it really felt like it was him kind of being like, "Well, life was a wild ride and dying was a wild ride, but I'm like, I'm still here and." Um, I'm okay. Wow. So that was really nice. That's cool. Beautiful. That is really cool. I love. Uh, I love how you're celebrating, remembering him, you know, and sharing that um, with us because it's. I don't know. It's uh, you know something to remember somebody to celebrate their life, and I, I'm going to ask you a question, and if you don't like it, I'll cut it out. Um, but you'd mentioned, I, I think, to me that. You got a message from your dad after he oh, the text message yeah that it came through yeah it's it so but weird so like because i guess you know sometimes facebook mess messages or whatever i didn't really have good signal because i was traveling in costa rica and after he died it was like an hour or two after he died i got a, a facebook message from my dad and i was like what the hell <laughs> and i read it and it was like most of it was just a big run-on like paragraph because he'd always do like the talk to text thing and it'd all be like have all these like i don't even know what he's talking about <laughs> it's auto correcting him <laughs> the, the last sentence was well all right have fun down there i love you bye bye mm. so it kind of felt like that was very serendipitous that it came through after did you feel it when when he died did you you were i think also you mentioned that you were sitting on the beach or yeah or looking I was, at the sky or I was something on like that beautiful beach yeah. um in costa rica and i felt so unusually peaceful and i and it struck me too and i was like why just everything feels so nice right now and like my heart felt all like full and buzzing with love and i was sitting there looking up at the the sky and like i kind of felt like i had this bird's eye like perspective of life for a second and then that's when 
I found out like an hour later, that's when he had passed away. So I've kind of felt like maybe his spirit was like coming to say, Hey, see what I was doing. I think it was very cool. I think it was very cool. Kylie, tell us your father's full name and your grandfather's full name. If you don't mind. Uh, My father is uh, Reinhard Heinrich Funk and my Oma, she's Ermgard Funk. And we're going to play right now. Um, you asked your your oma what her favorite song was and she told you <laughs> and we're gonna play it and, and, and originally you're like is there a better one right didn't you say like really what else you got <laughs> <laughs> edelweiss 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 edelweiss, edelweiss. edelweiss. Yes. am i saying it right kylie uh, no. Edelweiss, right? Edelweiss. 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 See, you sing it. Edelweiss. Dr. D and Kylie sing. Do what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I know all the words to it. All right, we'll be right but back. it's a beautiful uh, song. Restless is coming up. Got the new Kylie Spark single. Premiering in its entirety coming up. And you can get all of her music at Kylie Spark Music. Dot com and uh, anywhere else you want to send them, Kylie? No. No. <laughs> send them home. Okay, we'll be right, be right back. Well, if you want to sing out, sing out. And if you want to be free, be free. Because there's a million things to be. You know that there are. And if you want to live high, live high And if you want to live low, live low Cause there's a million ways to go You know that there are Check out Jeremiah's top 10 new artist picks on Radio India Alliance each week. The Radio India Alliance is a chart service that allows indie recording artists an opportunity to have chart placements. We don't charge. We support RadioIndiaAlliance.com. Hi there, everybody. This is Ann H. Hey, everybody. I'm Art Alex Hucks from the band Everclear. My name's Danny Dreho. And you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Jeremiah, your loved home. need help with your restaurant or hospitality business? See how we can help your business at hjlrestaurantadvisors.com. Hey, this is Jeff Stump Baxter. Please open your heart and reach out to a veteran and let them know, number one, that they are loved and respected. You won't give up if they don't give up. And you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Homeland forever 
Welcome back to the Jeremiah Show. With, uh, really, it's the Kylie Spark Show. Um, she's back. She's gracing us with her presence and uh, celebrating the life as it should be of her father and her grandmother and her mother and her sister. And it's, it's a great conversation. We really appreciate you sharing a little bit of your life, Kylie. Now you're about to share your music, your passion. Before we, you, you tell us about the song Restless, we're going to premiere. What's up with the frogs? <laughs> Why do you, tell us about the love for frogs. I love frogs, too. I love the sound of frogs. Mm-hmm. Oh well, there's God. a lot of frogs where I live and toads. And so mm-hmm. it's just kind toads. of funny. Like if I leave my shoes outside, usually a toad will, I'll find oh, a toad, toad in my shoe. They make it their little daytime apartment. <laughs> 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 Always gotta check your shoes for toads. Uh huh. <laughs> Did you ever try to kiss a toad and turn it into a prince? Try that. See if it works. No. No. You might have a prince out of your backyard. You have no idea, no yeah. clue. Yeah. Just do me a favor. Don't ever lick a toad, okay? Just don't do that. Don't go there. What's, I have some friends who have done that. Oh, isn't there something? Isn't it a, uh, a hallucinogen? Yeah, I suppose. Well, and the, it's it's a toad that's only in like New like New Mexico, but there's the type of toad here is a bufo type of toad, and some people think that you can get high off of it, but it just is basically poison, so it makes you really sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead and try that, dummy. Yeah, <laughs> Kylie. Is an anthropologist, which is so oh, interesting, wow. and she travels the world everywhere. You were just in Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Where are you going next? Uh, I'm going to go to Papua New Guinea in November. Wow. Oh wow! That yeah, will be I'm awesome. really excited. That will that. be great. I've wanted to go there my whole life, oh, and wow. I found this really cool tour led by by this archaeologist guy, like Indiana Jones ish. What was that? Is he like? Does he look like Indiana Jones? Future, future, uh, future, Mister Spark. No. Nice try. Does he have a whip? Does he have a whip? I don't know. I'll ask him. Does he have a hat like Dr. D? (laughs) Probably. Inquiring minds want to know. The only reference to Papua New Guinea that I have is the leper colonies, but that was in the 80s uh, from a religious program. I know the guy was not literally in Papua New Guinea because... His his address was in California, but it was, that's the only reference I've got. How much what, money what did you send? How much money did you send? I up? didn't send him a dime. <laughs> what what else is in Papua New Guinea that intrigues you as an anthropologist? It's one of the most linguistically and culturally diverse places. Oh, really? In the world? Yeah, and it's really there's not wow. it's not really that well known, but um, just the way like the the groups evolved and like grew. There's just so many different languages and amazing different cultural rituals and i think it's really beautiful and mm. interesting intriguing mm-hmm. um, well i love the ritual that you just described to us uh earlier in reference to your father i think that's a beautiful thing that needs to be a ritual and i think that rituals and ceremony mm-hmm. are, are there it's so devoid in america in in the west you know, we just don't we don't have them like they do in other cultures. And I think they're so important. Is that how you feel, Kylie? Absolutely. I feel really passionate about about how rituals are. They're good for us as like individually and societally and mm-hmm. especially around death. Yeah. So. yeah. Traditions. And mm-hmm. OK, to tell us about the song Restless. Well, I was staying at an Airbnb and it was a beautiful Airbnb. It was like, obviously 
had been recently, I don't know what my camera keeps turning off, recently remodeled and everything was new and beautiful, but it's still, it's just kind of like a creepy vibe to it for some reason. You know, you just like yeah. get the chills, like, and so you felt something I was staying there by myself and like, I couldn't sleep. And I swear I kept like, I don't know if I was tripping out or what, but like hearing <laughs> like weird noises and stuff. And I was so cold and I couldn't get warm and my imagination was running wild. And I thought, why is this place like, why is this brand new place being rented on Airbnb in this random residential neighborhood? Like there's probably some murders here that happened. <laughs> My now you're really going. Like, wow. <laughs> no, like, yeah, somebody was definitely murdered here. And then the family probably didn't want to live here anymore. So they remodeled it and now it's just Airbnb. Mm. And then, yeah, that the, the, ne the next morning after a sleepless night, I happened to have my my keyboard with me because I was working on music stuff. And the first verse came so like so quickly. And I was like, this is this could be a pretty cool tune. <laughs> it <laughs> is a cool tune. And then I just kept going and I finished it in like a couple days. Finished writing the song and wow. I really like it. It's just weird. <laughs> Do you want to thank anybody that um helped you with the song here um sure were? my new my new producer uh killian cruiser i really i really like how he produced it and um yeah and jeremiah and everybody's patience because it took me so long because i recorded the vocals myself this time usually i go into a studio and have them do it but i wanted to try doing it myself this time and it's definitely a steep learning curve for me <laughs> yeah but it, it's great yeah. it's really are, are you going to continue that way that yeah did, did you like that doing that I um do. what's coming up next i mean i hate to be, I put the pressure on you You're just releasing restless for us now what's next <laughs> uh, i have a song named captivate that's going to be coming out next hmm. kind of a dark sexy sexy tune nice hmm. I like it. that's a like there, there's a tease for you a teaser yeah, yeah. The next single um your dad's with you now. He's with us right now. What do you tell? You want to say anything to your father, to your grandmother? Any final words to um, anybody? Your mom? Thanks, thanks, dad, for everything. Uh, I love you, and you too, Oma. Oh, thanks sweet. for everything. You guys made me who I am, and I'm really grateful for that. Okay, it's I been think a great we, hour. I think we leave it there. I think so. Kylie, thank you so much, and thank uh, you, Jeremiah. Dr. D. <laughs> All your fans, uh, you know, that have been patiently waiting for Restless, here it is. Uh, in fact, actually, your fans have probably had it for weeks now. <laughs> we moved this interview so many times. But the rest of uh, the world that has been waiting for a new single, here it is, Restless by Kylie Spark. You can find out find all her music at kyliesparkmusic.com and on her social media handles. You can find it. Have a great week, everybody. Communicate but listen more and evolve. The sun will rise up in the east. Birds will sing sweetly in the trees. Right now I'm cold in this bed. It's just me. Pretty sure this house is haunted. I can't sleep. Could you come here in the evening When it gets dark The floorboards start creaking 
and you are listening to the Jeremiah Show. Listen, man. Did you like our soundtrack? Find all of our soundtracks on Spotify. The Jeremiah Show. Look for the black label. As always, a big thanks to Dr. D for making our voices come alive on the airwaves and to our station manager, Les Carroll, for letting us on the air at all. Be sure to check out our very own Richard Dugan, a.k.a. Dr. D, Peabody Award-nominated radio show. Tell me your story every Sunday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Listeners, we appreciate you and want to hear from you. Please send us your ideas at jeremiah at thejeremiahshow.com or on Messenger, on Facebook, or Instagram. The Jeremiah Show is produced by executive producer Jeremiah Higgins and sound and engineer producer Richard Dr. D. Dugan and me, your announcer, Tony Kelly. Communicate, listen more, and evolve. I'ma put my guns in the ground I can't shoot them anymore That cold black cloud is coming down This is Miles Copeland. Yeah, I just had the honor of speaking to the Jeremiah Show. Who would have believed that little old me would have the opportunity to speak on such a prestigious show? And they even talked about my book, Two Steps Forward, One Step Back, My Life in the Music Business. So it was a great pleasure to uh, be on that show, the Jeremiah Show. I love you. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.